to New Hope's Sermon of the Week. We pray that you're blessed as you listen to this week's message. Wow. How many of you love watching the children just be filled with the Lord and the Holy Spirit and growing? How many of you love that? Love it. It was in my heart, and I wish they were all here. I think we're going to do it publicly, but let's, let's just give a, an awareness of applause to Joy and Steve and Wally and Wanda and Donna and Sue Rosser and then all the teachers. They're the directors, and all those of you, if you're here and you even serve with the children on a consistent basis, I want you to stand. If you work with the children down the gold mine, stand. And we're going to give everyone a big clap. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the love you pour out to them kids. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. There's so much life. How many of you know what we sow today is going to bring great dividends for tomorrow? When we invest in our children, it's going to be great. Children who grow up with a healthy understanding how they can see the Father and see the Son and see the Holy Spirit and understand their destiny and understand who they are and what they're meant to be. It's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. So a little emotional there. Please sow in. I can guarantee you this. You sow into Larissa next week in the special offering. That woman is on fire. You know the Alicia Keys song? That, you know, that woman's on fire. It'd be a good investment. So please, let's pour out to Larissa and her journey at Bethel Supernatural School of Ministry. Good morning. I'm, I'm pretty full. I don't think I'm going to get through everything, but we'll try. We'll just take it one step at a time. But Proverbs 17.22, Proverbs 17.22 says, A cheerful heart is good medicine. So I like making you laugh a little bit. So this comes under that. I've got to be honest with you. When I do this, I, I laugh out loud to myself with these church bloopers, these uh, bulletin bloopers. I think they're hysterical, so let's do a few. For those of you who have children and don't know it, we have a nursery downstairs. <laughs> I like that one. Next Sunday, next Sunday, Mrs. Jefferson will be the soloist for the morning service. The pastor will then speak on, it's a terrible experience. <laughs> I like the song ones. Mrs. Charlene Manson sang, I will not pass this way again, giving obvious pleasure to the congregation. (laughs) This one here is a little risky. See if you can catch it. Of course you will. The ladies' Bible study will be held Thursday morning at 10 a.m. And all the ladies are invited to lunch in the fellowship hall after the BS is done. (laughs) After the BS is done. The the Bible study, of course. (laughs) And our youth basketball team is back in action Wednesday at 8 p.m. in the recreation hall. Come out and watch us kill Christ the King. (laughs) That was good, right? You know anything about CYO and and some of the Catholic churches? Obviously, it was a Catholic church. Listen, it's good to laugh. Um, It is a new season, right? It's September 7th. 
2014. It's amazing. Now, just a little story here. You know how you have significant dates in your life? September 7, 1977. A young kid went in the United States Air Force. That was the day I was supposed to go to the Air Force. And I didn't even know it. Um, great story, but long story short, that was the date I was supposed to be in Buffalo getting signed in to go to basic training. And me, my dad and I had the date wrong. And he's hunting me all over the city of Rochester because I'm, I'm already AWOL before I ever signed up, I, before I ever show up <laughs> for basic training. So that's a funny story how you remember dates. Another significant date, Mark officially, Mark, 10 years. Yesterday was my 10th anniversary here full-time at the church. Pretty wild. September 6th. So it's amazing how fast a decade goes by. Some of the, my, my dearest friends, they go, you know, hold on to your hat, 10 years flies by. Um, but God is good, and it's good to be here this morning. Um, God has, a, I feel like, a theme for us to grab a hold of as we enter into September. Um, but I do want to share another little story. This is just some, some fun little intros. But I know a lot of you know how much I get crazy over football season. So I was asking the Lord about it. Some people love to fish, you know, go fish. And some people love to play music. And I said, Lord, why is it that I, like, go crazy inside over football season? And, the, and, and then think about it, because you're kind of like, am I a little weird? Is it over-eccentric? I mean, I'm, I'm like a little kid, Thursday popcorn. I mean, all I'm thinking about is Thursday night football, the Seahawks opening day against the Packers. My Broncos are playing tonight on the Sunday night game. I'm like a little kid inside. And here's what the Lord showed me. It was one of the most bonding moments for my father and I. So imagine being a six-year-old, and one of the bonding points with your dad was, let's watch some football. And at nine years old, actually eight years old, I began to play youth football. And imagine being an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, playing for the Gates Packers. Our uniforms were the Green Bay Packer uniforms. And who cares if you won or lost, if you played, if you didn't, just putting on the uniform, watching the cheerleaders, getting out there on Sunday morning, playing football. And I played all throughout high school, and it was a point of, for me, it was a point of identity. It was a point of significance. And you realize that why, when, and I'm saying this because I believe the Lord wants to ignite things in your heart, but he wants you to ask him the question, why do I come alive when it's football season was the question I asked. Why do I come alive? Why is it, what, why did I, the smell of the air, the smell of the grass on a football field, going to a Friday night football game makes me feel 17 again. Why? My dad, my bonding, my experience, and then I coached for six years. I coached my two boys, and as a family, we participated in youth football. So if you think I'm a little crazy and it's football season, I wanted you to know why. All right? Does that make sense? So what makes you come alive? Fantastic job today, Mary, and worship was awesome. So in August, we asked the Holy Spirit to stir us up. How many of you participated in the month of August? You were around, summer's over. But I just want to give you a brief snapshot. August 2014. Stir us up, Holy Spirit. Activate the gifts that are within us. Fan into flame your gifts in us. We prayed for one another. We asked Holy Spirit to light us again on fire. He breathes into us and things ignite. How many of you know it's the Spirit of God in you that ignites you? Yeah. So if you've even been away or summer or college or whatever, you're back. Holy Spirit, 
Breathe on me again. Ignite, fan into flame the gifts that are within me for your purposes and for your glory. We laid hands on each other. We called forth. We spoke. When you speak something over somebody, that's usually what rises up in them. And we stirred the gifts, and we acknowledged that God wants empowered children. Empowered children. He wants us to be full of power. He said, I'm not giving you a spirit of fear. I haven't made you timid and little weak, like little weaklings, little afraidy cats. He said, I've given you power. Due to miss power. Dynamic. You're dynamos. That's the power he gave us. Power, love, agape, sound mind. God is pouring his spirit on us afresh. And God's all about having a relationship with us. All about a relationship with us. And he calls us friends. That's one of the most dynamic passages of scripture. Jesus said, I don't call you servants. I'm not a master who lords over you. He says, I call you my friends. And friends know my heart. Friends got connection to my heart. So God is a father God. He's Papa. He's awesome. He has children that he loves, and he speaks to us, and he talks to us. And we ended a few weeks ago before Stephen gave an amazing word on generosity. We talked about the, the next step. So I pray that all of you have been asking the Holy Spirit, what's the next step for me? And being filled with the Holy Spirit, your life has purpose. So right now, I'm going to seal August. If you, I just gave you a quick version, but I pray Holy Spirit is even now stirring your heart. So right now, right now, receive fresh courage and be brave and listen to Holy Spirit and go forth in power. And ask the Holy Spirit, what's the next step? And go do it. Amen? That's my review. That's the whole summer for me, the month of August. So then we had a little fun with this because I said, the way this works for me, it might work different for you. It's going to work different for other leaders. Then you, for me, it was the next step saying, Lord, what's next? What's next for this beautiful body of believers at New Hope Community Church at North Chile? Anybody watch the, Matt, you watch the opening day? You didn't watch opening day, Matt? Matt's still watching baseball. He's an Orioles fan. Anybody watch the NFL kickoff? Anybody in this group? Aubrey, thank you. Okay, we've got a few of you. Did anybody catch the theme for the year? Anybody? It's our time. Say it again, Susie. Why not us? You catching this? The NFL, millions of dollars in promotion, season opener, Every team, the promotion, the kickoff, was why not us? And I looked at Wanda, and I said, Wanda, two weeks ago, in my notes, I said to the New Hope congregation, the folks, the small number of saints that have great quality, I said to them, why not us? Why not now? Right? Why not us? If great things are going to happen on planet Earth, and in Monroe County, I think we should be involved, Right? Why not us? Why not now? So we're asking the Lord. That's part of the relationship. Lord, what's next? And he speaks to me. He says, all in. He speaks to my heart and says, all in. I said, okay, good. All in. What's that mean? I don't know what that means right now. But right now it was a process. How many of you love the process? Because that's where life is. Life is in the process. 
You don't get up in the morning and say, hi, hun. Go to bed at night and say, good night, hun. The day is full of the process. How are you? What's going on? What are you doing? What's happening? How's your day? Just another fun story. My daughter Danielle got married last Sunday off the heels of Mary Beth and Mikey. And we had all of our children in town, a house full of 12 people. Awesome time. And in the process, in the process, the van starts, uh, no, the car starts leaking, won't start. My motorcycle clutch went. Um, the Nissan's leaking fuel, never leak fuel. Um, the refrigerator stops working. That's a process. You think we let that stuff get in our way? In the process, you know what God said? All this stuff is temporal. What you're doing with your family is eternal. Relationships are eternal. Didn't rob us. I'm telling you, it didn't rob me one minute. Freaking Nissan park it, bike put in the garage, deal with the car later. The refrigerator, we had dead rotten food. We We had to clean out everything. 18 bags of garbage and salad and juice all over the floor. Refrigerator, you know, refrigerators are kind of gross once you start looking at them, right? (laughs) Who cleans them? You know, I mean, mine is a great cleaner, but it looked horrible. (laughs) The process, the process. Enjoy the process of life. Enjoy your relationship with God. So, Brian, uh, show me, show this picture. So, all in. All in. Okay? Now, we're not promoting gambling here, so relax. <laughs> if, you, if there's a religious spirit in the house, you go home and say, he's promoting gambling. <laughs> Deal with it. That's right. <laughs> okay. This is a picture. Oh, oh Brian, you've got to put it up there for a minute. Where would it, it go? L- Brian, I'll tell you when to take it down. Okay. All in. All in. How many, how many jumped on the Texas Hold'em craze? I did. I mean, I bought chips. We had poker tables. Uh, we were playing. We, we played for like 50 cents, okay? Nobody else in this room jumped on the Texas. Who, who, come on. Jeff Warburton, thank you. We had, it's called No Limit Texas Hold'em. It's a poker game. It's a ton of fun. Because it's part of the process of hanging out with friends and thinking you're a big Los Angeles gambler and you got the whole house on the stake and you're, and you're mortgaging your future. But you're just playing cards with friends. You're playing cards with friends, enjoying life. Texas Hold'em. And one of the greatest moments of Texas Hold'em, one of the most exciting moments, is when you take all them chips and you go, all in. All in. Okay? Now, if you've never played, you wait for that moment. I'm all in. I'm all in. It's a risky move because the results may have big gains or major losses. It's a big move. I'm full of stories today. None of these stories are here. They're just coming to my mind. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 2006, my two boys are graduating from college. Our time is short with them. We know they're leaving the nest. Wanda and I, Chris and Josh, we fly to Las Vegas. We are going to rent motorcycles, go see the Grand Canyon, but we are definitely going to play a little cards in Vegas. My two boys have a cigar, a scotch, and play some poker. Imagine that. Oh, my goodness. It's all part of the process of life. Enjoying your kids growing up. 
Didn't have to get intoxicated. Don't have to gamble crazy. But I'm telling you, one of, the fam- one of my favorite moments was watching my two boys think they were something at a small little casino with like $25 in, and they were going to play Texas Hold'em. Josh, all he talked about for weeks, I'm going to conquer this thing. I'm going to be the big winner. He lasted like three rounds. <laughs> Gone. Chris is more quiet. Chris got up like to level one, boom, level two. He's doing pretty good. Gone. But the excitement of playing that game, follow me? The excitement, watching him put all in. It's part of the process of life, all in. So now watch this. If you've never played, it's adrenaline rush. It's, t- it's fun. You're playing cards. Risky. Here's the fun thing. You could have the best hand or you could be bluffing. How many of you know what a bluff is? Come on now. We've got some card players here. Okay, come on. Just go like this a little bit. Okay, good. We do have some poker players in the house. Okay? <laughs> bluffing. When you bluff, you take a risk, right? I'm playing. We could be playing cards with these two boys over here. Bill's there. They call it a poker face. Don't show your face to poker. Steven's got that goofy little grin coming up. I know he's got a good hand. Is he reading me what's going on? You can bluff or you got the best hand. Everything's on stake, okay? So here's what's interesting about this whole process. Think about the words all in. All in. I'm all in. Now take it whether you're an athlete, whether you're a fisherman, whether you love to crochet, whether you like to bike ride, whether you like to run, whether you like to diet, there is a certain, there's a certain attitude when somebody says, I'm all in. What are they saying? I'm fully committed, right? I'm all in. I'm in. Fully, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Right? I'm all in. So I'm asking the Lord, Lord, what's the, you know, are we going to talk about what it looks like to be all in? What's that look like? So I have a little thing here which I think is interesting. How many of you are like me? (laughs) We're all in. Where there seems to be a lot of ordinary days. Hmm. There seem to be a lot of ordinary days. I would call them ordinary days. You're uh, doing laundry and going to work and loving your wife and doing the dishes, doing chores. There's a lot of ordinary days. There's a lot of ordinary days where there's, there, there, I did not experience... I, I love praying for the sick and seeing healings, but there were no grand healings this day. There's no, no major walking across the water moments this day. Man, I, I, I spoke to the mountain, maybe, or maybe I didn't even have a mountain to look at that day, but I didn't see no mountains move. Nothing came down. Nothing came crashing in. But in the midst of the moment of serving God and loving God, I realized that in the ordinary days, my heart was still completely all in. My heart and my love for God is always all in. So God speaks to us and he talks to us. And how many of you, how many of you, how many of you get tormented 
with this language of all in. How many of you get tormented? Because I realized for a while I used to get tormented. Tormented. Because to be all in, it must look like something. Right? What's it look like to be all in? We say, what's this lifestyle of this all-in Christian look like? You know? What's it look like? What does he say? What is he doing? I want to follow that guy. He seems to be moving and shaking. What is, it, what is required to be in the all-in status? So if we all wore buttons, Sue Moon, we all get a button, and your button says, all-in. My button said, a little question mark happened, maybe. I don't even know. What's that mean? But man, Sue Moon, she's all in. What does that mean? This is going to make a point here. Because if you think about it, we compare with each other what all in looks like. We compare with each other of what this all in super Christian status looks like. And we have to be careful because we can laugh at it a little bit, but you know, we like using words like sold out. Perry, you sold out? Sold out. You sold out? You on fire? Come wa- watch me burn. I'm going to the mall. Watch me burn. Watch me burn at the mall. I went with you to the mall. I didn't see nothing happen. You didn't even pray for anybody. Did anybody get healed? No, but I was on fire. I was on fire. Wa- I, am, I am on fire right now. Watch me burn. I'm sold out. I'm sold out. And I said, Lord, w- why is it that... Um, Oh, how about radical worshipers? Radical worshipers. If you're a radical worshiper, you've got to be doing something radical. Uh, I took a walk today. I think I saw some radical worshipers sitting quietly because their hearts were on fire. And they were all in. And they could be like this in their chair. So let's be careful not to put a label or a picture on the all-in status. Okay? Because all-in is a devotion of your heart to a king. And here's what's interesting. All in Christians, they live like this, they look like this, and then I wrote, hmm, hmm. Is it? Is that what an all-in, all-out Christian is? Because again, I'm being honest, I have some very ordinary days. Very ordinary days. And we're going to build on this a little bit, and we're going to get some different perspectives on this. But obviously, Jesus was all in. Okay? Let me go to a few scriptures about Jesus Christ being all in. Jesus, all in, Galatians 1.4. He gave himself for our sins. That, that he might deliver us from this present evil age according to the will of the God, God the Father. Jesus came and radically changed everything. There was an old covenant. He established a new covenant of forgiveness. He, he did away with the old age so we could enter into a new age. The kingdom. The realm of a new covenant. Jesus Christ was all in. In Galatians 2.20, 2, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. He loved me and gave himself for me. He was all in, right? Was he all in? So I want to talk about being all in a little bit. 
all in is an amazing assurance and confidence of who you belong to. Has anyone, grew, grew, has anyone here grew up in the Jehovah Witness faith or ever had a relative in the Jehovah Witness faith? My cousin Julie is still a practicing Jehovah Witness. And the most depressing thing about being with my cousin Julie is there is no assurance. There's no, there's no confidence, no assurance that they're going to be one of the 144,000 who get to go to heaven. Their whole lives are, how did I do yesterday? They're rating their productivity. Religion is a horrible, ugly thing. Religion is always working to, for something when Jesus, Jesus accomplished it all. All in, if you want an understanding of all in, have an assurance that you belong to him. By receiving him, by saying yes to Jesus, by coming home, the prodigal son story that Jonathan talked about a few weeks ago, the story of the father heart saying, come home, human race, come home, Tom Hogan, come home, Ralph Van Auken, come home, Chris Osario, come home, you've received him, you've said yes, you've taken him, you've been transferred, you've been transferred. Colossians 1, 12 and 13, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers, to enjoy, to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. For God delivered us from the power of darkness and has transferred us, exchanged us into the kingdom of his Son. We are all in because of Jesus. We're all in. How many of you grew up with this thought? Grew up with this thought. Productivity. I laughed at an ungodly joke. What do they, they call that? Carnal? Carnal Christians? Carnal Christians are, they got, you know, early discipleship days. Not here. Not here, Carl. Please. It was not here. Early disciple, early disciple days. Um, you know, you got one foot in the world and you got one foot in, in Jesus. Really? Oh, well, that's a problem, right? Got to be a problem. I'm half in, I'm half out. Anybody else? You're in, you're out. You're out, you're in. You're halfway in, you're halfway out. I did good, I'm all in. I did bad, I'm all out. I am a schizophrenic goofball, don't know, don't know nothing. Based on my productivity of how I'm doing in a certain moment of time, am I in or am I out? Great children's eye. Am I in or am I out? Am I out or am I in? Am I halfway in or halfway out? I don't know who I am. I don't know who I belong to. I don't know what's happening. In this whole walking, living relationship with God the Father, when he spoke to me for September, and he said, all in. It seems so simple, but the more you walk with him and talk with him, he wants his kids to know. At 10... You know, at 11.42. I want my kids to know they're all in. They're all in all the time. They're all in all the time. 
They're all in all the time. Abide in me and I'll abide in you. I'll never leave you. My affection toward you, my, you're in my heart all the time. My thoughts are for you all the time. You're in me and I'm in you. And you're in, See, that's a great thing. I'm in him. He's in the Father and he's in me and I'm in him. That's a reality, right? Gospel of John. I'm all in. I can walk with confidence. I don't have to have fancy, goofy titles about my all-in status. I don't have to hype it up. I don't have to be sold out and on fire because I'm all in. And all in is deep within the Spirit. The Spirit of God makes us all in. When you're all in, you know that I'm completely 100% righteous, and so are you as a child of God. You cannot get more righteous. The beautiful lamb was slain. His blood was shed for the forgiveness of sin. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. God loves the human race. God loves planet Earth. God loves people. He's at peace with himself. The invitation has come home. But God is like, I love people. We're completely righteous. We're completely loved. How many of you longed for a day? I, there's different memories that I have, but longing to belong to something, to be accepted. All in. You're all in. You're all in. A f- belonging to a family. The full adoption. Beth did an amazing teach- teaching over a year ago about the, 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 the Abba Father, the adoption. The adopted son had more rights We have been adopted. We have full, uh, unbelievable, deniable, undeniable access to to God's heart. We're all in. 2 Corinthians 5.21, he was made sin, we were made righteous. Completely accepted, whole, and loved. The Lamb of God shed his blood. So as we close... funny i wish i would have done this because uh there's a song that moves me john legend all of me anybody know that song you want to get moved by a song look it up later i'm gonna play it next week all of me loves all of you if i was paraphrasing the song it, it, it no way i he his voice it's such an anointed song that's playing on 101.3, or wherever they're playing it, that you've got to stop the car sometimes and soak it in. John Legend, all of me, but here's the essence of it. And when I hear, I hear God speaking to me and my heart speaking to God and said, all of me is in love with all of you. And God's saying, I love all of you. All of me loves all of you. And as we close today, God just wants to break off this torment this attack of lies. Where do I belong? Am I in or am I out? Am I forgiven? Am I loved? Am I, am I filled? Am I, am I powerful? You're all in. He's all in on you. The one who gave it all says, you're all in. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we rely upon you to penetrate any areas that have a hard time receiving truth So, Holy Spirit, you are alive. You've been manifested here this morning. 
you've been making yourself known. You've been revealing the heart of the Father this morning. And Father God, you are so good. You are in a good mood. You are full of love. And you want your kids to know that all of you loves all of them. And their hearts respond by saying, Oh God, all of me loves all of you. And I'm all in. I'm all in. And Holy Spirit, this week I pray that we would manifest a grace and a solidness in us that there's an assurance, a confidence. We're not being tormented with thoughts that lie to us on our productivity or how we're doing at a certain moment of a certain day, but that we would walk in this abiding reality of your presence that I'm all in. I'm walking with you. I'm talking with you. Jesus, your blood was shed and you said now you can enter in. We're in. We're not trying to get in no more. We're all in. So, Father, I thank you for your people. I thank you for your spirit. So, Spirit of God, I pray you would just cultivate that in us this morning and work it into our week. And we just love you and we thank you for this morning. Father God, I thank you for the fellowship that will happen in the cafe. I thank you for the prophetic teams uh, that will minister truth and speak life, speak encouragement so prophetic teams be released. And if you're here and you need prayer, we love praying for you. Do not leave without receiving prayer. I just want to bless you. And I say just go let the Lord shine his love into your heart and go in peace and go in grace and just know that you're all in. Amen? Be released. Amen. Amen.